Hey there, and welcome to GlobeMed Talk, where we bring you stories from the GlobeMed Network and the Movement for Global Health Equity. My name is Christine Badenis, and I'm the Communications and Development Manager for GlobeMed. In this episode, communications intern Katrina Green spoke with Stevie Askew. Stevie is an alumna of the GlobeMed at Northwestern University chapter and has worked at GlobeMed HQ as a chapter and partnership coach for the last year. They talk about Stevie's experiences in Uganda through her grassroots on-site work or GROW internship, what it's been like to work at HQ, and how her GlobeMed experience influenced her decision to pursue a career in medicine. The work of GlobeMed is long-term work where sometimes we're only able to see the impact after a student graduates. If you'd like to learn more about the GlobeMed model, check out our website at www.globemed.org. And now, here's Kat and Stevie. Hello. Hi, how are you? I'm good, how are you? Good. Would you like to introduce yourself? Yes, my name is Stevie. I am 23 years old and I'm from Chicago, Illinois. I went to Northwestern and graduated last year with a degree in psychology and civic engagement. And while I was at Northwestern, I was in the Northwestern GlobeMed chapter for four years, where I served twice as their group coordinator and then as their director of communication. Awesome. And what made you decide to spend the last year with GlobeMed headquarters? In general, I was interested in going to medical school. I had always wanted to be a doctor and had been interested. And being that, when I did go to Northwestern, I immediately became interested in health equity and global health in general, kind of just because of how I was raised. I was raised on the far south side of Chicago and in a community really that could be considered like a resource desert. So as far as things like groceries, schools, and even healthcare, it was pretty much like a desert. You had to travel very far in order to access those things or access quality sources of those things. So I kind of knew for a very long time that the world is really unfair, especially to certain types of people. I am a Black woman in America, so I couldn't really understand it when I was a kid just because of the nature of Chicago is that you live near a lot of the people that look like you and come from similar experiences as you. So I really couldn't put it into context because I grew up around a lot of people that had similar experiences to me. But going to Northwestern, it was like an entire different world where there were resources everywhere and people who may have had better childhoods than I did. And you could immediately see the difference in every aspect. My first year at Northwestern, my first summer, I traveled to Uganda and I interned at a healthcare center. And that was my first time really putting into context what it means to not have resources, like on a global spectrum, and what that can do for people's day-to-day lives in general. And pretty much when I came back from that, I heard about GlobeMed as an organization at Northwestern. And I thought it aligned a lot with what I learned over the summer and really wanted to just kind of dig in and learn more about it and how it looks around the world, but more specifically how that looks in reference to my community. Amazing. And what have you learned over the past year as a GlobeMed headquarters employee? Over the past year as GlobeMed employee, I feel like I've learned a lot of different things. I feel like the most of what it taught me are a lot of skills in reference to how to listen to people and listen to different types of people and be able to pinpoint the different issues 
or things that they may be going through and resource find in reference to individuals' context. For instance, I served as a chapter and partnerships coach. So there were a lot of different people and different chapters and partners in general that I ran into. And for the most part, it was kind of like a constant push and pull of figuring out what the students' issues may be for, what their resources available might be, and how those intersect with how to get them the best support that they need, as well as just in general, the overall outcome for their chapter. And as a chapter and partnership coach, do you have any examples of conflicts that you've helped handle and think other chapters could learn from? Oh, yes. I had this chapter, which will not be named, and they had Unlike most of the chapters in our network, they had a partnership that looked a little bit different geographically. Their partner was located a lot closer to them. And for them, they had struggled the past couple of years with what partnership looks like for them and in what ways to interact with their partner that benefited them, but also benefited their partner. And that was a very interesting process to me because originally when I started this job, it was kind of like I first, like as soon as I started, I had to jump in, which for me, it kind of started with me thinking about the history of their chapter, especially in reference to their partnership, like what types of things have they been doing in the past? How has that changed? And how has the context of their chapter changed? Some things about this chapter specifically is that they had a really thriving partnership when they first started. And it was a really great experience for everyone involved. The students felt very engaged in the partnership and also felt like in general, that they were growing as an organization together, their partner. And they had a specific partner contact that went above and beyond in reference to that and what the students need, as well as how that fits into the partnership. Now, along the line, that person ended up stopped working at the partnership. So they kind of went through this period where they went through a few different partner contacts that all of which had different visions for what their partnership with their GlobeMed chapter look like and how students fit into that. And the students kind of got frustrated along the line as to what that looks like for them and kind of got to a point where they just personally felt like it would be better for them to stop that partnership and move on to a different one. Some things that I originally thought about in retrospect was kind of like understanding both sides of what was going on right then. I learned a little bit about the background that I just spoke of, as well as where the chapter and partnership are right now. Their partner contact, the newest one that they had, had just started less than six months before the chapter felt like this issue needed them to dissolve their partnership, as well as in general, the students and the partner weren't really on the same page as to like what has been happening. So in that sense, I had to start from there, like getting the students and the partner to have a really deep and honest call about where they are currently as far as how they feel about the partnership and what things that could potentially be done to make them not feel that way. And even when we kind of did that, it was still a bit difficult just because we had to deal with this culture where the students had been struggling with this for the past three years. So they were still kind of frustrated and convinced that 
this was not the partnership for them and moving forward would be the only way to fix it. But I also had to put it in a context where they would understand looking a little bit forward and thinking a bit forward that this specific chapter partnering with a new organization wouldn't necessarily fix the issues that they were speaking to, which reference communication issues, issues of feeling less engaged and things like that. So them starting a new partnership wouldn't rid them of these issues. And it's very likely that it could pop up with a lot of other organizations, especially when you think about the GlobeMed model. A lot of our partner organizations are located pretty far from students. So it's kind of that tough question of how you feel engaged when you're not physically with your partner, like when you're not on grow or at least to the students that you have that are not on grow, like what can you do to make that partnership feel like it's personal to everyone? Um, So we definitely did talk about that. And in general, it took speaking with the students a bit more about what their ideal partnership looked like. And in that retrospect, what are the major things that you would want from your partnership in order to feel like it was kind of like home for you all, to feel like you all were making progress in any way. And by doing that, we found out a lot about what the students specifically found at that moment that they were lacking with their partner and kind of pinpointing where that may come and forcing that to the partner and being able to express what that means. We were able to talk to the partner a bit more and they were able to come to the conclusion that both sides weren't really thinking about the partnership in reference to where it is today. One of the aspects of GlobeMed is that we specifically partner students with grassroots organizations around the world that invite us into their community. So in that sense, None of these partners need a partnership, but they want it and they invite students into this partnership for many different reasons that ultimately result in both sides giving and receiving equal amounts. So in that sense, the students and the partner were able to realize that they were all functioning at different speeds. The partner was functioning at where they were right now and how their organization had grown over time, not realizing that the students may have been felt a little bit left behind in that process, as well as the students were operating like it had been three years prior and they had the same partner contact and not realizing that their organization had grown and it has different expectations and different things that they're focusing on and instead trying to figure out where they fit into that rather than expecting their partner to just be the same partner that they were five years ago. But yeah, that's definitely one of, I feel like, the success stories of when I was here. I really enjoyed being able to walk the students through this process of understanding how they may have been making assumptions, as well as helping the partner get the students to understand what they mean and a way that is receptible to the students. And pretty much like all parties were able to understand what had went wrong thus far and what ways they want to move forward to fix it. And now even today, I get updates all the time about how they have such a thriving partnership and have exciting things that they're looking forward in the next couple of years. And that makes me really happy.
That's really amazing. I'm part of the University of Rochester chapter and we've had different experiences, but definitely, especially with the COVID-19 pandemic, feeling sort of isolated from our partner and not knowing what's going on there and having changing contacts and things like that. But we have found that if we have chapter Zoom calls during chapter meetings, which are on Saturday mornings, then that's made us feel more connected and definitely has helped us to get to know our partnership contacts and learn what has happened since the pandemic, since we haven't been able to go in a few years. So I think that's definitely like pertinent, feeling very kind of left behind with changing dynamics. And I'm really glad that you've been able to navigate those situations for different chapters. The next thing I wanted to ask about is how do you bring partnership organizations into conflict resolution discussions? Definitely. I'll walk you through a process of how I really think like when a student or a partner comes to me with any sort of issue, I really like to start off with gathering as much information and context as I can about the issue currently and like how long it existed or who are the key players. And in order to kind of figure out where this problem may be stemming from, I found out in the past a lot of issues that especially partners bring up to me kind of have festering for a long time, just because when you think about the GlobeMed model and global health in general, especially when you have a mixture of different people around the world that are working towards a similar cause, there tends to be a skewed representation of voices and who feels comfortable enough to speak on their grievances or speak to the model in general and how it's working for them. And unfortunately, because of that and because of how Western citizens fall like in that priority, our partners tend to fall into a situation where they don't initially feel comfortable bringing forth a grievance or something that they would like the students to fix. So a lot of time it takes me having individual conversation with the partners. And if it's a newer partner that I haven't had as much conversation with, then trying to build that relationship in a way where they understand just as much as I'm here to help mentor and speak with and advocate for students. I'm also really here to make sure that I'm advocating for them as well. And I want them to be as open and honest as possible. Like it can be harsh, it could be nice, but I just want the truth about where you stand currently and where you think it might have come from. And once I get the initial comment or the initial statement about whatever subject is being addressed, then I like to think about what root causes that I see then and get more background about what has happened in the past. And also that can look like different things, like me reaching out to alumni of the different chapters or reaching out to other people within the partner organization about what the partner may be feeling or what kind of things they could see this probably stemming from, as well as just in general, get a fuller understanding of the issue. I think partners have a very influential role specifically in GlobeMed in that they know a lot about what their community needs specifically. And I think that in general, when I'm thinking about partners and what they may be going through, I definitely like to take that as face value and kind of see in what ways I can improve that experience. 
I want to go back a little in time and to your own undergraduate experience. I know that you went on a grow trip to your partnership organization with Northwestern. So can you just tell me a little bit about how your grow experience went and your partnership organization? Definitely. So I kind of start from the beginning. Again, I joined Globe Mentor Northwestern. Immediately once I got to Northwestern, that was the first organization I joined. And I immediately found just in general interest and love for the organization just because of how it did center communities that are historically less advantaged and have less voices and a lot of the conversations about health equity and what that looks like across a global spectrum. And I really like that because it reminded me a lot about how I felt like as a kid and coming from my community. So in that sense, I really liked learning about different topics as well as in general about our partner organization at an I Child Development Center. A little bit of background about them. They were started in a small community in Namogogo, Uganda, which is about an hour to an hour and a half outside of the capital city of Kampala. Adonai was originally chartered and created by Pastor Olasius and his wife, Abby, to be a resource for the community in different ways. And that's largely because of the different things that they had saw the community going through. For a bit more context, Adonai functions as an orphanage, a boarding school, as well as a healthcare center. And it is the highest quality healthcare center available in that specific area for about an hour until you get into the city. And it functioned as a community-based organization. So while they have those three major functions, they also implement different projects in the community. One of the major ones, like when I started, was providing safe water to the people in the community. And by the time I had joined GlobeMed, they were able to eliminate 100% of waterborne diseases at their boarding school and orphanage and hospital. So they were working on expanding that to the greater community that they were situated in. But in general, I had never really thought about actually going to grow until I mentioned I've been to Uganda twice. Adonai was actually my second instance of going to Uganda. I went the first summer after my freshman year of college, and it was really great experience. It was a different region of Uganda, so it was a bit different, but it was kind of similar, like working at a healthcare center on different things surrounding healthcare accessibility and things like that. And when I got back from that experience, I talked about it so much, like with my chapter, and a few people reached out to me about being the GROW coordinator just because I had been to Uganda. So I did know a little bit more about being in country, what it took to be there, and just in general, the terrain. So I decided, of course, sure, why not go back? I really did enjoy my first time. So kind of like starting from there. I was able to put a team of three other ladies that went on the grow experience with me. I really enjoyed that process because it taught me definitely a lot about what it takes to put together a team, team specifically that is very efficient. I felt like my philosophy while choosing the people to go on the experience with me were that 
I knew I had a certain amount of skills and I wanted the people that I went with not only to mesh with me personally, but also that our skills complemented each other, which I really did enjoy. For example, I went with three other ladies. Anna, she was the same year as me. And if you honestly met her, she did a very good job of just in general, she's an educator. Like she knows a lot of things. She knows how to teach people a lot of things. And in general, like how to figure out how to use the resources that we had. Samanvi, one thing that I really, really loved about her is that she had incredible amount of resources and connections that she had networked throughout her life. And even up until that point, she was really good with kind of finding people along the way that could help us out with what we're doing. As well as Missy, she had a lot of passion and was able to communicate that in a way that really compelled a lot of people around us and was specifically useful for what we were doing, which at the time was grant writing. So yeah, I had chosen my team and we learned a lot specifically about what the trip would take to go and just in general logistics. And once we had went, we kind of, I like to explain it like a really steep learning curve, which is so funny every time, just because I mean, it. my first experience in Uganda, I felt like it was tailor-made for a student. But grow generally is meant as an experience to build those leadership skills and help students understand what it really means to work in global health and creating experiences for yourself. I think it taught me a lot about what it takes to be a leader and in general, how to organize myself, which was very useful for us all because I definitely did a lot of bringing the other ladies into what that looks like for us. And then we embarked on a trip. We had a really nice time and we worked a lot in our community. First, starting out with relationship building with the students at the boarding school, as well as some of the orphans that stayed there, as well as relationship building with the staff and our host family. We stayed with Oasis and Abby and their family. So we were able to get to know and sit down and learn even more than before about the origin story of Globe Med and how that was personal to them and their experiences as people in general. And the idea was kind of burst out of, they felt personally that this community that they had lived in, that there were specific things that didn't have to exist, that honestly did become life or death factors for people on a daily basis. And they had many stories around them from the community, but also personal stories. And from that, we were able to, in collaboration with Olasius, kind of get a good understanding of what our base skills were, which kind of led us to the idea of grant writing. Now, because it was grant writing, we outsourced and tried to figure out which grants to write for. Thankfully, one of the ladies on our team, she was really into Rotary International, which I didn't know was a thing, but is apparently still a thing in the U.S. as well as around the world and really popular in Uganda. But they had a specific global grant that 
is very useful for nonprofits and grassroots organizations that are looking to fund certain projects for the community. So we kind of like set out. We did a bit of what is called the community assessment, where we have a collection of different anecdotal stories from community members about how they had been affected personally by certain issues in their community. And the issues that we emphasized on was healthcare accessibility, especially in, in relation to motherhood and maternal health and mortality, safe water acquisition, biogas usage, and transportation. And for those things, we were able to collect a collection of understanding from the community about different stories in their lives where they felt like having a certain thing that we were writing the grant for could have made a difference in their lives or in their children's lives and their families in general. So we were able to collect all those things and put them all together in this one report that eventually was handed off to the grant board and we were approved for a large sum of money that ended up funding a few different projects at Adonai, a few of which that have broken ground. And yeah, it was a really great experience, very fulfilling, especially when I think about how stressful the situation was from the beginning and how it altered a long time. But just to know that it had such a good turnout was useful for us. And I think about it all the time. Actually, Oasis and Abby traveled to the U.S. for the first time in a while. They were able to meet my family, see some of the other ladies and travel and see their families. So we definitely created lifelong friendships and understanding. Me and the ladies talk as well often, and we're very involved in what the next phases of our lives are. And I definitely have this experience to thank for that. Wow, that is such an incredible example of partnership. It's amazing. I also specifically want to ask, because I know it was really, really cool for your group, but what media did you collect on your grow trip and how was it utilized by your chapter and by headquarters? So we live in the age of technology and phones. So all of us carried our own cellular devices and we pretty much recorded and took photos for everything. I personally am a firm believer that these are once-in-a-lifetime experiences. My family really doesn't travel outside of the U.S., so this was actually my second time ever being outside of the U.S. other than my first time going to Uganda. So in that sense, it really was important for me to document the process, but also in general, we understood that this process specifically is important for our chapter just because understanding that the average GlobeMed member throughout their time in GlobeMed probably won't be able to go in person to see Adonai and see in action what types of things we implement and what we impact. So we made sure to take as many pictures of like the scenery, things that were going on, the people there, as well as speak to them intimately and understand their lives just so that we can describe to the rest of our chapter members of who the people are that work there, what it looks like, what a day looks like. So I would say definitely a lot of pictures and videos. I would say mostly pictures and videos, definitely. So as a communications director, what do you think was the most important element of using media and specifically because it's so important for GlobeMed? for fundraising for our partnership organizations? I think definitely using media in ways that can seem new and innovative to the chapter, but 
are able to fully tell the story of an experience as well as your partner organization is really useful. People are more likely to donate and care about a cause when they're able to fully understand of how it impacts something. And it was definitely our duty during that GLOW experience because it was the last GLOW experience that Northwestern, well, we didn't know that at the time, but it was the last experience that Northwestern was able to go in person for the next three years. So having that bulk amount of media and using it in a way where we were able to share it as much as possible on our public platforms, like amongst our members and things like that, was really useful in helping us uplift our partner and their mission and what it looks like in action. And also definitely my time as communications director was also spent helping my partner. One thing that was implemented while I was on the exec board at Northwestern was that we realized in order for our partner to feel personal to everyone, it has to be integral in every single part of how we operate as a chapter. So while we did have a separate partnerships chair, there were also people specifically in each board or team within our e-board that had some sort of knowledge or understanding or interaction with our partner in a way where they were able to inform decisions based on that. In our advocacy group, like different people that may have interacted with our partner virtually or were in person with them, were able to see how those types of ideals and causes can intertwine with what we're doing with advocacy or how it can intertwine with our DHUs and helping the students explain the region of the world or understand why our partner organization, what they do on a daily basis matters for the people that live there. So in that sense, we really felt like especially having media was a way for us to further explain that more than like you can talk to people a lot, but seeing the things and seeing what it means for people means a lot as well. Say like a good example, like understand the idea of unsafe water usage in Uganda and especially in rural communities, how unsafe that can be and what it looks like today, like Adonai leading the cause in their community to prevent that and make sure that people are able to access safe water. We're like being able to fully explain and create a picture around because of the media that we had and how we were implementing it. Definitely. I'm also a communications director, and I love your point about telling a story with the media that you're using to help people really understand what you're trying to do with your partnership. How did your time in GlobeMed influence what opportunities you wanted to pursue post-graduation? Definitely. And I've kind of mentioned this before. I felt like my experiences with GlobeMed definitely gave me the vernacular to understand why I felt like my childhood wasn't fair and why the circumstances of people that grew up in my community were unfair and that it shouldn't look like that. But also one specific thing in reference to Adonai that I love and I talk about all the time is how I like how Adonai is made up of people within the community that have lived there a long time and understand the gravity of issues come together and uplift children and like people within their community so that, well, in a way that they're able to outsource, get more resources and come back and see like how they can use that for their community. One thing that I really love specifically that a lot of the children that were either orphans in the community or went to the boarding school as well. A lot of them 
even when they grew up, graduated, went to college, came back and contributed to Adonai in whatever way possible, whether that be as being a teacher, being a mentor to the students. There was a specific student that came back to be a nurse and train as a nurse at the healthcare center, which I thought was really great. And I didn't feel like I was exposed to a lot of those examples in the U.S., but we could definitely use a lot more of them on a domestic scale, just because I am a firm believer that government definitely should help the people as much as possible because it is their job. But when the government falls short of doing those things for the people in their community, I enjoyed seeing an example like this of how the community can uplift themselves. And it definitely does start with like educating students and basically uplifting them to the point where they feel supported and they feel the need to come back and support the cause of the rest of the community. And you mentioned that your goal is to go to medical school now. What lessons from GlobeMed or elements from GlobeMed will you take with you as a physician in the future? I know I will definitely take along with me an understanding and ability of how to listen to people and create an accurate story about what their experiences are. I know specifically in the healthcare sector, especially in reference to Black people and even Black women, that that is a lot of the reason around why healthcare can seem so frustrating or so dangerous to us is that we feel like for the most of the part, there aren't physicians or there aren't like enough that take what we say at face value and try to create an accurate story around the type of person we are in a way that can uplift us and make us feel healthier and get us to a point where we do feel healthier. Because of that, this experience at GlobeMed, I focus definitely a lot on what that means from my conversation with either students or partners or even staff members as well, like what it looks like for me to not assume and to create a better understanding for the sake of coming to a solution that benefits everyone involved. I think that's a really great skill for physicians to learn. And that's why I value experiences like GlobeMed and going on Grow and interacting with grassroots organization and leaders because it teaches you that a lot of how to be an active listener and basically improve people's lives through that. And do you have any advice for current GlobeMed students that you think should be practiced in service work roles? Hmm. I feel like every GlobeMed member should think about in general while they're doing service work goals, especially in reference to global health and anything on the global spectrum is start off by understanding your privilege within a model or within in general relationship. That was one thing that I would say going abroad and understanding the context I needed to understand. My background being a Black woman in America, it's easy to see myself in a lens where I am an oppressed group. That is true. But I also had to understand my privilege on a global spectrum and how I fit into other people's experiences around the world, especially in reference to health, that I did have privilege being an American and what it looks like to use that in a way that dismantles systems of oppression and uplifts the voices of the people around me that may not have as much resources or abilities to have their voices heard as I do. So that's one thing that students should really focus on, especially if they're encountering like 
different populations of people and differing levels of privilege, as well as in general, keeping an open mind and openness to the possibility. That is one thing that I definitely fell on a lot in my role as chapter and partnership coach, as well as a grow intern being in country, was that a lot of times it took me being open to different things and open to different ideas for me to see different ways of how the world can work and how we can create change around us. And in general, because I was more open to those things, there were definitely ideas that maybe like we ran into that weren't as doable, but those ideas still sparked other ideas that were very useful and very creative and ultimately definitely brought change to the people we were working for or with or even to ourselves and taught us a little bit more. I think that's all I have to ask. I would like to sign off that I definitely also really love Globe Med as an experience from an aspiring physician point of view, just because one, I like that it's an experience that students opt into. So when you opt into like a learning experience and things like that, you automatically kind of have to be a lot more open than someone that's forced into these spaces. So embracing that learning process was something that I think made my experience with Globe Med very helpful and made it very fruitful in what my outcomes were and kind of got me to a point right now where I'm able to speak about my experience in a way that I feel like connects a lot to what I want to do in life, but also connects to experience that I learned about what I didn't want to do in life. I genuinely love Globe Med and their mission, and I'm definitely going to miss being part of HQ staff, but hope someday in the future to still be engaged to some capacity. I really appreciate your time. Thank you so much for coming on and doing this. Thank you so much to Stevie for sharing her story and all of the ways she has learned and grown from her GlobeMed experience. Personally, I'm so glad I had the chance to work with her as a colleague. You can find links to learn more about the things Stevie talked about in the show notes. If you'd like to learn more about GlobeMed's impact, you can go to globemed.org forward slash impact to see more about the ways our alumni are building a healthier, more equitable world. Thanks so much for listening, and we'll see you next time.